Welcome to Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and experience the performance engineered difference. Hello and welcome to the Trillium Flowcast brought to you by the experts at Trillium Flow Technologies. I'm your host, Hillary Kennedy, and the amount of data and data sources, tools, and technologies available to businesses has increased at a tremendous pace, and many companies have found it challenging to keep up. Now, other companies have kept up and evolved to make use of these new technologies to thrive in their sectors, and today's episode covers an example of a company thriving and doing it right. Our guest, Alberto Fajardo, is the Global Sales Operations Manager at Trillium Flow, and he sees firsthand what works, what doesn't, and how to add value in an ever-changing market. Welcome to the show, Alberto. Thank you, Hilary. Glad to be here. Well, I want to begin by chatting about your role with Trillium. You know, in our previous editions of this podcast, we've talked about how much and how quickly the market is changing. And particularly during our last episode, we talked a lot about data and technology and the fourth industrial revolution. So I want to know, how do you and your team position yourselves to keep up with those changes. Right. So yes, the role of uh, sales operations within Trillium is uh, to support our company's go-to-market strategy. And this market is, is this go-to-market strategy is centered around our customers and how we provide valuable solutions that meet their needs and ensure their success. As you mentioned, the number of uh, data sources and the evolving technologies and tools that are available to us are are much greater than just a few years ago. Uh, and it keeps evolving, right? <laughs> so what do we do? We leverage the use of these technologies, the use of data uh, to get closer to our customers, uh, to get to know them better uh, so that we can meet their needs and we can ensure their success. Well, and you know, you brought up your customers. It clearly isn't enough to solely focus on the present. What about anticipating your future customer needs? How do you adjust your product offerings for those? So we start uh, at the macro level data uh, about the industries, the upcoming technologies. For example, let's take uh, power storage. Uh, there's been a tremendous increase in the demand for uh, power storage solutions, right? And this is uh, not just to power your electronics or, or for auto applications, but then also for power backup or for demand response applications in the management of, uh, of peak periods in electricity grids. Uh, so th- this brings with us uh, an increase in the demand of uh, certain metals and uh, the need for our customers in the mining industry to uh, efficiently and safely extract these uh, metals and, and, and bring them to the market, right? And, uh, and what we do is uh, we continue to evolve our product lines, for example, our, our Flowway uh, vertical turbine pumps. Um, we change uh, the material selection from the traditional cast iron bronze to titanium or, or produce the impellers in, in stainless steel. Uh, improve the design so that it can efficiently handle abrasives, uh, reduce vibration, and then produce a solution that not only has an extended lifetime, but performs uh, much better, uh, hence allowing our customers to, to succeed in providing these, these metals to the market and, and, and improving our lives, you know, day to day, right? Another example would be the 
natural gas industry. You know, there's been a surge in the demand, which brings with it uh, a number of uh, construction projects for production sites, terminals, pipelines, vessels. Um, so what do we do? We partner our, our, with our customers and use our expertise to develop uh, our products uh, for cryogenic applications to be able to handle and perform at extremely low temperatures. And uh, we see what's next in some other technologies and in some other industries. Uh, for example, geothermic, geothermal energy used to uh, uh, generate power or car carbon capture technologies, which are more and more important each day. So again, our team is focused uh, in partnering with our customers to produce a product that meets their future needs and continue to support them in, in this ever-evolving market. I think that's so smart that you are open to and seeking out those new technologies that really does kind of keep you ahead of the game. And, you know, being a company with a global footprint serving customers across so many different industries, like you mentioned, and, and different regions, how does your team use data to drive customer value to its global customer base? Right. So uh, I would say that one of our key differentiators in the industry is that, uh, uh, that legacy of uh, quality products and, and that we stand behind our products and support uh, our customers throughout the life cycle of our products. We have brands that have been around since the 1840s and throughout the decades, we have installed a very large number of uh, valves and pumps at many different customer sites, like you say, all over the world. Um, so we make use of technology, uh, for example, our plasma-based platform uh, to manage our install base. It allows us to visualize all the assets that we have installed uh, at the different regions, at the different customer-specific sites, uh, by industry, etc. And um, what it does is it gives us that visibility to where and when the assets were installed, as well as the history of uh, service and aftermarket solutions that we have provided to these uh, throughout the years. And uh, we pair these with our knowledge, uh, product-specific knowledge, as the original equipment manufacturer. And this allows us to predict and proactively work with our customers uh, to keep their assets functioning at their optimal performance and their systems operating safely and efficiently. Again, ensuring our customers' success and adding value throughout the life cycle of uh, their product. So uh, that, and then we also have knowledge about uh, when our customers are planning uh, turnarounds, outages, or other maintenance activities. You know, when we have the knowledge about what products we have at these specific sites and what's coming up for maintenance, we can take advantage and perform those uh, repair, overhaul, or even replacement activities uh, while the customer is performing that outage. So what we're doing here is uh, we're using technology Again, to increase the value by reducing um, the total install cost and supporting our products throughout the life cycle of it. Well, I love that because it sounds like you're you're meeting their current needs and you're also anticipating their future needs and future maintenance and taking care of that for them as well. So that that's got to drive a lot of peace of mind, uh, which is fantastic. And I. Right. And ultimately, that's what we have, right? We, that's what we want. We want our customers to have that peace of mind that the, our solutions are there and that their flow systems are going to 
continue to operate efficiently and uh, and safely. Well, and I know that having the kind of success that Trillium has had, a lot of that comes from a really great collaboration. So I would love to know, how does Trillium foster collaboration across its global team to kind of stay ahead of the game and embrace those new technologies? And just from your personal perspective, what are the keys to a successful collaboration? Collaboration, most definitely a key to success, right? I mean, we have a, a great team of excellent professionals around the world that are committed to pursuing excellence in what we do and are committed to to our customers and provide the solutions that that they need. Uh, so uh, recently we have been uh, uh, seeing an increase in, in, in some technologies that are not new, but that have definitely in increased and evolved during the previous year and a half or so, which are communication tools uh, uh, to collaborate and, and communicate you know, video conferencing, telepresence. And I think that our IT team has done a tremendous job keeping up with the, the new applications and features of these technologies um, to allow us to collaborate, even if we can travel and meet face-to-face -face, uh, in these uh, recent months, right? So we identify the best practices uh, from the different sites that we have around the world. And um, we scale them and implement it globally again, to improve our efficiency and uh, and to be a better partner for our customers. Um, so, for example, on-time delivery. On-time delivery is a key uh, to meeting our customers' uh, needs. It's it's just basic expectation. And uh, I remember probably a decade or so ago, uh, work at companies in which uh, customer projects were managed through color-coded folders and whiteboards and, and one spreadsheet here or there. And um, and now we have uh, this amazing technology that is able to capture all the project-related data from our CRM, from our ERPs, and from the different sizing and, and, and configuration systems that we have and have it all in a single site. And then also give us visibility to all the different... Uh, activities that need to be take place before releasing an order to production, order processing, procurement activities, engineering activities. Make sure that we're meeting those deadlines for deliverables such as uh, technical drawings and all of these things that need to take place before we start producing a, a, a particular solution, right? So with this visibility, we improve uh, and we track our performance towards that 100% on-time delivery. And then again, this starts with practices at specific sites and then collaborating to scale them, implement them globally, better them, and, and make better use of them. Well, and you you're, you made such a good point about, you know, having the ability to video conference with one another now or or even do conference calls over the phone with multiple people all across the world. It's really changed the game and made collaboration so much easier so everybody can get on the same page. So you do make those deliveries on time. You are able to communicate with your, you know, each of your departments more effectively. And it, those technologies have just made a world of difference, especially within the past year or two when things have been so unpredictable. Well, so let's start about earlier in your career, because when you were working in a sales support role, you learned a lesson about how to align data and sales to deliver value to customers. So can you tell us a little bit about this story and how it helped? 
Sure. So this was probably one of my first experiences with, uh, uh, as you say, with leveraging data and, and, and aligning it uh, with sales. And uh, I think that the main lesson there was to understand that we are not to push products or services into the market, uh, but rather to understand how our customers perceive value and provide them with those valuable solutions that they need, right? So um, it was just a, a regular day at work and uh, I had completed my daily tasks and sending out pricing, running reports, etc. And, and and my next task was to to follow up on, on open opportunities. You know, when I asked my regional sales director, what do I do next? He, he said, well, call and follow up on opportunities. Um, but what I started doing is I started to go through different reports that I had about uh, open opportunities and quotes that were out there. And I started seeing some trends and behaviors um, that led me to understand what customers perceived as valuable from what we were offering. So um, the product that we're offering, our competitiveness in a particular market, uh, the time before a contract was to go into effect and, and really to understand what is it that the customer wants and when is it that the customer needs it, right? And, uh, and you know, with this, we got to take reporting to a whole new level uh, where we get uh, actionable knowledge about our customers, about how value is perceived by our customers. And we, in turn, we provide uh, the solutions that they need when they need it. That's so smart. You know, having that, per whatever your, your customer's perception is, that really tells you so much about what they need and how they need it. So what, what a helpful kind of happy accident where you saw all of that and put it all together. Indeed, yes. Well, Alberto, thank you so much for sharing your experience today, just kind of on how we can improve and stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world, because it feels like things are, are moving at lightning speed these days. To so, say the least, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, thanks so much. I appreciate you giving us your time today. My pleasure, Hillary. Great talking. Yeah, and I want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in to this episode of Trillium Flowcast. If you'd like more episodes of the podcast and to stay up to date with future episodes, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. We'll be back with another episode soon, but until then, I have been your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thanks for joining us.